When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. We're here tonight to continue our series of That One Play, and we got a good one for you tonight. Do we ever not have a good one? Well, there have been a lot of losing plays, so yes, those would be not good ones to answer my own rhetorical question there. But uh, the, the play tonight, definitely a, a, a warm memory. It's the 2001 Monday Night Football stop on an untimed down to win the Tennessee game. Uh, that year in uh, in Tennessee. Here to join me to talk about it is Regis Cagle. Regis, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I, I really appreciate you coming on. I'm very happy you picked this particular game because it's a it's a one of the all time greats in Ravens history. I think there's a generation of fans who probably doesn't really know about it, so a lot of background is is probably appropriate. So Regis, start us off and uh, and, and tell us you know, where the Ravens were in the season and up in the game up to this point. Sure. It was actually a very um, interesting season because it was right after the Super Bowl win. Uh, there was a lot of high expectations um, with the signing of Leon Cerasi and Jamal Lewis um, coming back after a pretty strong rookie season. And unfortunately, we had some injuries. Um, Elvis Gerbach was, um, you know, not quite um, living up to par. But at this point, we were still kind of in the playoff hunt. Um, we were, I think, six and three at the time. It's Monday Night Football. It's against our probably our most heated rival at that point, the Tennessee Titans. We had a yeah. very hot rivalry with them in 2000. Um, it's a very fun back and forth with Eddie George. So it's pretty much a great primetime game. And at this point, it's pretty back and forth. Um, Eddie George had his traditional fumble in the um, fourth quarter, and Ray Lewis was the one that caused it. And the Ravens had um, been able to jump up 16 to 10 after two field goals. And Steve McNair is driving the team down for a two-minute drive. Um, it was riddled with some hilarity from a ref perspective. There was like a... Um, receiver that probably didn't get two feet down in a first down catch for the Titans. Uh, there was a really bogus roughing the passer call on Steve McNair. And the play, the, they start to drive down the field and they get to what I call the 1999 Titans-esque. Kevin Dyson catches the ball on the one-yard line mm -hmm. and they're getting ready to um, get that final touch in and the defense is a mess. And um, Peter Boulware has probably... I don't know if it was a, I haven't heard if it was like a brilliant thing or if it was just sort of an accident, but it's as a, yep. Yeah. Well, I just say I've met Peter Boulware uh, at an event and it was, he was at a sweet holder event that, uh, that I was fortunate enough to get to go to for my company. And 
is very neat. He's just standing over there by himself. Nobody's talking to him. You know, why is this happening? Of course, <laughs> but everybody else is talking to somebody else. And I, I went over and I said, you know, hey, great to meet you. I hear you're doing really well. What up? We got to talking about this game. And and I said, you know, that was you, right? In the in the Tennessee game in 2001. And he kind of rolled his eyes as if, he was embarrassed by it, didn't really want to talk about it. And I go, but it turned out great. And he goes, yeah, it turned out okay. And then, and uh, <laughs> but he obviously wasn't happy with himself for doing that. So it wasn't like a Chuck Clark intentional offsides, get in position kind of thing. And it honestly would have been a pretty terrible play from that perspective if you're trying to get the right personnel on the field. Because I think the Ravens yeah. already had it. And, t- you know, touching up didn't really uh, – uh, offer much in terms of of a gain. It's a zero yard penalty as as recorded in the game book, though. Yeah, it, it makes you wonder how they really got that half the distance to the goal from like the third of the yard line to the half. But the six, also, yeah. yeah, the six. But it was a mess because the ref hadn't set the ball. There was questions if it was an illegal formation. So McNair gets a snap. He tries to. He goes in. Like the the Titans are excited. The crowd's excited. I actually remember the play at my house, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. I, I know the rules. I'm like the, the the play's dead. I mean, he touched the center. It's over. So I mean, you know, everyone's gonna have to realize it. What was it like five to six minutes or something like that? Yeah, it took him about six minutes to unravel it. They they really didn't want to unwind the play, but they needed to look at all aspects of it. So they were talking amongst themselves for an extended period of time, and then the 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 famous words were uttered over the mic uh, on a play of this magnitude. He starts out with. And he should have never started with that because it wouldn't matter what the magnitude of the play was. The ruling should still be the same. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a condition of anything that occurred. And, and if he touched any offensive lineman, it would have been encroachment. So it wouldn't have, wouldn't have mattered which offensive player had been touched pre-snap. As soon as you do it, it's encroachment. Um, and uh, and, and the, the penalty should have been dead. But the, he called it uh, you know, correctly as that kills the play. We'll have yep. an untimed down. And uh, they went ahead and they, they got set up again and take us through it. So they get set up again. And for some reason, they decide, even with probably one of the best running backs in the game at the time, even though, let's be honest, when he played the Ravens, it wasn't his best performances. Um, they decided to try a sneak again. And McNair could not get through the center mm-hmm. and basically had to kind of sashay to the side. And Corey Harris kind of closed the edge and um, tackled him for a loss. And that was the end of the game on an untimed down. It, I, I hate to say this, and it probably um, won't sit well with some fans, but it kind of felt a little bit like the playoff game this year with Tyler Huntley um, with the quarterback sneak. And now it wasn't anywhere near the yardage, but you had J.K. Dobbins in the back. And in this mm-hmm. case, in this case for this game, you had Eddie Jordan. It's like, why don't you just turn and hand the ball off to your star running back and let them go? Especially for the Titans, who he literally ran the sneak the play before, exact same play. It's like, at what point do you say, hey, Steve, maybe they're ready for it? You know, the defensive line at that point was stout. I mean, the front seven was arguably one of the best front sevens of all time. Maybe let your running back get through. Yeah, definitely one of the deepest defensive lines in NFL history in that particular season. The 2001 season, the next generation of talent was already there. In fact, Kelly Gregg who was on that 2001 team was used as a situational pass rusher, which is absolutely hilarious today. But Syracuse and Adams were the two down, two down uh, inside guys. And they, they had them on the field. They also had probably every other lineman they, they had active that day. And with six minutes of timeouts, six minutes of time off, 
they had every opportunity to get exactly the correct defense they wanted on the field. So in point of fact, addressing your earlier point about, about bullware, it kind of would have made sense, I guess, because I, I'm sure they didn't have four down linemen in the game when the play happened before. Cause wasn't it like a six or eight yard game? It was a, yeah, it was an eight five. yard game to Dyson. Yeah. It, yeah, it was a five yard game to Dyson. Um, unlike the 99 Super Bowl, he wasn't able to reach the ball. He was like literally yeah. stuffed immediately um, at the one. And it was just pandemonium at that point where the ref just basically threw the ball in the middle. The center picked it up and, I don't think they had a nearly enough time to set. And there was no way to your point that the Ravens could get the right goal line personnel in to, to stop the play. And, and everyone's scattered at this point. Mm-hmm. Bullwear is like five yards behind trying to get in. Everyone's trying to get set. Frankly, the Titans themselves were in kind of a weird formation because they were just trying to snap the ball. It was, it was probably the most accidental ingenious play of Ravens history when it comes besides the Chuck Clark intentional offsides at one time, mm-hmm. but it was like literally he stopped the play because it was clear that Bowler was, excuse me, McNair was going to go through and uh, and score the game when he touched down. So, yeah, it was accidentally, arguably, a genius play on Bowler's part. So, I, I, I was at this game. And by the way, November 12th, remember that date when the Ravens play the Titans? They played the, the Titans three times on that date. And I believe the three instances are three extraordinarily memorable uh, wins over the Titans. I know that the, there's this game, the Trevor Place block in 2006, which we had another show about. Yep. And I think the um, the game against the Titans in 2000 when they first won it at Delphia might have also been on 11-12, but I may not have that date exactly right. But it's, there have been three games with the Titans on 11-12. And it's like, it's a, it's a cursed date for the- Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Titans yeah. <laughs> playing the Ravens in Tennessee. So, anyway, the the uh, uh, the thing I remember about it, we we went down for the game on Monday Night Football. It was kind of a pain to get into the stadium. By the way, that place is a dump. Um, I, I, I I don't know if you've been there. It looks like it looks like a college stadium. It's just it's not tricked out for NFL play. Even the boards have always kind of been a little small relative to other places. The um, it, it's it's a little bit like Paul Brown Stadium in that the under carriage to the stadium is not particularly nice so it's the the the, uh, the concourse uh it's it's just a it's it's not a 
it's not a NFL kind of facility. It's 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 in the bottom tier of of the NFL facilities. So anyway, um, they, they they scored this faux touchdown, and I was out of my seat recently because I'm thinking they're not gonna they're not gonna kick the extra point. My friend stays in his seat, so I'm up there at the top of the aisle waiting for him, and I'm waiting for now six minutes because they you know, they're deciding on this thing. And then I decided to go back down, and then sure enough, they had to run the play, and they uh, they did it. But uh, you know, one of the really fond football travel memories I still have in in uh, of that game. That's fantastic. And, and the funny part is, if you're a Ravens fan, usually when you go to Nashville, there are a lot of good um, stories. It's yeah. it's amazing to see kind of the fact that, honestly, they're undefeated from a playoff perspective in Adelphia, the first team to ever win in Adelphia Coliseum mm-hmm. back in 2000. Um, so they, there's a lot of fond memories. And to answer your one question, we have not gone. Um, I'm actually hoping to go this year. Um, I, I do have a proud record of being undefeated for when I go to road games. I've been to like seven or eight. Oh, that's so good. Try, <laughs> really unusual. Yeah. I'm are, are you cherry picking the games to play bad teams? I mean, that's really an unusually good record. Well, the funny part is I went to school in Pittsburgh. So three of them were with the Steelers. Wow. So um, no, I, we, we did go to Washington for a preseason game. I, I kind of count that one, but you know, they're undefeated for like what, 55 years in preseason at this point. So yeah. Um, so that one, I guess, doesn't take, but no, the rest of them are like Atlanta, Tampa, like the pretty big, the, the travel ones that people go to for like the okay. warm weather. 2006 or 2014 for Tampa? Uh, 14, where, um, where Black they scored alive. like 56 points. Yep. That's uh, that's uh, great. Good. Uh, it's certainly a good travel season. And then the, the 2001 team went on from here. And it's, it's, it's kind of like the, the Jacksonville Jaguars were finished in 2000 and the Ravens helped finish them, but they, but they finished yep. themselves as well. The Titans already started out 2001, if I recall, Oh, and three, right. And then they, they went on to have a pretty terrible season, but this was the game that maybe they would get back into it. Had they won it is my recollection. They might've been like four and six at the time or something, or maybe they weren't exactly that. Yeah. They get to, I think they were three and yeah, three and seven after this game. I, I remember Jeff Fisher's quote, um, he said something effective. What was the difference between this and the Super Bowl loss? Um, I have six months to get over the uh, Super Bowl loss. I only have six hours to this one. So it was a pretty crushing loss to their season. You're absolutely right. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, you know, one of those uh, one of those games we certainly will remember. And the, and the, uh, the Titans were finished this year. They were in the middle of a five-game losing streak to the Ravens. Unfortunately, they broke that, how it always seems to happen, in a playoff game in Baltimore. Uh, where they beat him in 03, and then they beat him again, of course, in 19, very famously, um, while the Ravens won the two road meetings in, in 2000, 2008, and that's it, 2000, 2008. Uh, 20. 20, you're right. How did I forget yeah. that one? Yeah, okay. it was uh, Lamar Jackson's only playoff win was mm-hmm. in um, the the famous everyone stand on the center of the Titans um, logo. Yes. Yes, that's the one after the Peters interception. Yep. All right. Outstanding. Great, great thing. What is there anything else that made this play special for you? Why, why you chose it? Well, what's interesting is I, I always enjoyed the rivalry between the Ravens and the Titans. And I think it's one that has kind of gotten some press recently, but it's kind of forgotten. And the Ravens and the Steelers kind of become sort of the premier rivalry. But back in the day, it really was the Ravens and the Titans. And it was kind of like a, to me, an amazing capstone because it was going to be the last game while they were in that division. Uh, this was the they were going to realign the Titans went to the south we we went to the north so to me it was always kind of like that famous storybook end to a pretty bitter rivalry 
um, from from a divisional foe perspective. And anytime I get to see um, Jeff Fisher um, sort of um, lose in such glorious fashion, it's always to me one of my favorite moments to see. And to see it this hilariously was fantastic. Yeah, he, he certainly went ballistic on the sideline talking to the officials during this. And he, he, he talked about being on the competition committee himself and how he knew better than the refs. So that wasn't going to be a winning yeah. argument. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. I'm on the competition committee. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he was dead wrong. I mean, it's, yeah. it's an obvious play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's, it's kind of, a, I, you're right. It was because of the magnitude of the play. No ref wanted to call this, but it is the right call he touched the center plays over and you know i mean i also remember brian billick talking about the fact that the ref never set the ball he th- he believes that the um titans were oh, in the center set the ball well the 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 official kind of like threw the ball on the ground he did put it somewhere in the vicinity and the center picked it up and placed it so he never mm-hmm. really formally placed the ball set it on the ground huh. he just kind of like scramble drilled it there was, I remember there was like a receiver that was kind of like catty cornered, um, you know, sort of like standing to the side and they tried to get like some formation. I don't know if it was technically an illegal formation, but it looked kind of sketchy. I remember Billick was basically saying the game should have been over because of that illegal formation. But yeah, the, the set, the, the setting of the ball, they, they should have not had time to um, run the play, but they were able to sneak one through. But yeah, unfortunately for them, it didn't work out. Yeah, the the actually it wouldn't have been a yardage on the penalty it would have been offsetting, but with a defensive foul on the play, I believe they would have played the extra untimed down no matter what. So even if even yeah. if uh, it, both were pre snap penalties, I, so I don't think you you. Uh, in fact, I'm not even sure the, the the that the that an encroachment penalty doesn't get called before an illegal formation. Like you can't have an illegal formation if you have an encroachment. That could be too. Yeah, the rules. Yeah, yeah it, I think Brian was just pretty fired up anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was just, just talking. Like, like Fisher, he's just talking. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> All right, Regis, outstanding having you on for this. It's a great choice and, you know, great to talk about this again. And, and, and there's a familiarity with which we talk about something like this. But if you have a chance and, you, and you're a fan who too, was too young for this game at the time, go back and see if you can find it online. Uh, yep. Look at the game book, even if you don't have other sources, but the game book or, or, or uh, on Pro Football Reference will give you the kind of what happened play by play and see if you can in, fill in some of the blanks. But uh, Ravens history is is pretty long and wonderful at this point already, which is amazing for such a relatively young franchise that we have so much to uh, to enjoy about it. I, I agree. And as an original season ticket holder, it feels it feels like uh, time has flown. But you're absolutely right. We've got 26 years, which is which is fantastic. And Thank you for the opportunity. I really have enjoyed my time here. You're, you're more than welcome. Where can people talk football with you online? Um, you can find me on my Instagram. I'm happy to talk to anybody anytime. Um, anytime I, I don't have any like um, sort of fan pages, but if anyone wants to talk football, I'm happy to create one. Okay. All right. Very good. If you, other, other folks out there, if you'd like to have a That One Play episode, it's real simple. Read just the entire time, uh, t- beginning to end, what, a week on this? Yep, about a week. Okay, then just just DM me. Uh, I'll I'll put you on the schedule. You'll probably be recording in the very next week, and uh, and uh, love to have you on. Broad as a broad a group of people uh, to be on the show is is what I'm looking. Meet new people, new ideas, new things that were special about the about the game to you. Regis, thanks again for coming on. Thank you very much, and we'll talk to you next time on Film Study.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.